Hi guys! Welcome to Jesse's Place, a safe space where I, your resident realtor and serial entrepreneur, provides you with info on life, experiences, empowerment, lifestyle, knowledge, business info, and of course, everything real estate. Now let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome to Frugal Mama Tips. In today's episode, I'm going to be giving you tips and tricks that I personally have used to live frugally. A lot of people always ask me, um, how do you save for a house? How do you save for a house? How do you get how did you get your down payment for your home? I'm gonna get to that eventually, but I want to first introduce you into the way that I started living at a really young age to get to where I am now. And I did that by being extremely frugal, okay? And I don't know, some of you who probably know me out there probably already know that this is the way that I am. This is how I do things. <laughs> but I'm laughing because I get picked on by my close friends all the time about being frugal. Um, because there's there's certain things that they're just like, okay, Jess, you've gone too far. <laughs> but in today's topic, I'm going to be talking about living frugally, okay? Living below your means. Living below and spending below what you earn, right? So that you can have a little extra to invest or save. Or maybe sometimes just get out of debt. And I think that um, when I was living frugally so early on, it really gave me good habits in regards to saving and earning and where I would place my money when I got older. So first, I just want to give a little bit of background information. Um... I started living frugally at the age of 17 because I was out on my own as a teenager. Um, not because my parents, you know, kicked me out or anything like that. It was a choice that I made um, because I wasn't getting along with a sibling at home, an older sibling. And it was just a choice that I felt indignant and I felt self-righteous that, okay, I'm going to go out and move on on my own. And boy, oh boy, was it really, really, really hard. Um, I was working a couple jobs and <laughs> going to school and renting a room. And back in, in those days, this was like more than 20 years ago, actually, probably about 22 years ago, um, rooms were rented uh, individually. So I was renting a room and an apartment. And um, it was really, uh, I mean, now considered it was a cheap rent, but it was the, you know, the only thing that I could afford at the time. And that really taught me about living frugally. Like, you know, stretching meals, figuring out transportation because I didn't have a car back then. So, like, figuring out how I was going to pay for the train. Um, because in New York City, we use the subway to go everywhere. And when I was living back in New York City back in those days, um, it was either the bus, the train, or you had to walk or hop a cab. And um, a lot of the time, walking was cheaper than getting on the train. And I think the train back then, the subway back then, I think was about... I think a dollar, if I'm not mistaken. And we used tokens. This is before we used cards, metro cards, to use the um, subway train station. And even back then, it was cheaper for me to walk to work than it was to, um, you know, use the bus or hop on the metro or, um, you know, hop a cab. But um, yeah, so that is why I decided really young, <laughs> I was kind of forced into frugal living, okay? So one of the first things that I'm going to say is that stop spending more than you earn. <laughs> the, the first thing that I had to do back then was I had to monitor my spending, right? I had to create 
a budget. And see, back then, I didn't realize that I was doing those things. But I had a little journal. I had my little spiral notebook. And I had a black and white notebook that I used for school. And what I would do is I would calculate how much. And this is when I was 17 years old. I would calculate how much money I needed to eat for the week how much money I needed to go um, to take transportation and for anything else because my rent back then was only $55 for the week. So so it was $55 for the week, so I would calculate that. I was just living weekly. I was going week to week. I wasn't living by month. It was That was too far ahead for me, but I was doing weekly, my weekly budget every single week. And what I saw was that food was something where I could cut back on and um because you know i was 17 so i could eat noodles i could buy pound cake and cut it up and have that you know a piece for lunch and a, and a piece for dinner i mean it was really just <laughs> I, that, you know that was my way of thinking back then and then another way that i i cut um which i could i wouldn't be able to do this now you know i wouldn't be able to cut out my transportation um but back then i figured out ways to cut back on transportation by walking some days leaving a little earlier and in, in the summer months and in the springtime I would leave a little bit earlier and walk most of the way to the supermarket that I had worked in back then. And um, thinking about it now in retrospect, that was a pretty far, far walk. And no one I was really, really skinny, not because <laughs> I was cutting back on food, but I was um, walking everywhere. <laughs> and to this day, I'm known as the walker in the group. Like, guys, we could just walk there. They're like, Jess, that's like two miles away. We're not going to walk there. Let's hop in a, in a, in a, in a Uber <laughs> or a cab or whatever. But anyway, one of the first things that I did again was I monitored my spending by creating a budget, right? So I, and I was able to actually save $20. And back then, you know, $20 doesn't sound like a lot, but back then really $20 kind of put me ahead for the next week. So I had $20 more already than I would have had, had I not created that budget. So one of the first things you should do if you're going to live frugally is write down every single thing that you spend. Monitor how you spend it because let's say you spend $200 a week. I don't know what your, your daily expenses are, but let's say you spend $200 a week. I'm sure within that $200, you can find $20 to put towards the next week. So if you do that every single week, by the end of the month, you'll have an extra 80 bucks. And I know for some people, it doesn't sound like a lot. For some people, this is probably not even a topic that you even care to even think about. You live in a you know in a different bracket. That's great. But for me and, and back then and what I was doing and how I wound up where I am now, I had to do all those things to maintain the lifestyle that I have now and to have the discipline to to have the things that I have now. So one of the first things, again, is monitor your spending. Create a budget. Write down every single thing thing that you spend money on every week open up your debit account look through your weekly spending not monthly look through your weekly spending and see where you can cut some things off maybe you're spending too much um money on on fruit right maybe you you, you let fruit go back you're like you know what do i need to have that much greens that i'm probably gonna toss no maybe cut back and and buy you know a little bit less and use exactly what you have and that's gonna say go on to the next thing is um check your debt right check how much money you owe if you are in debt so back then i had gotten a credit card i had moved out on my own when i was 17 about to be 18 and by the time i was 18 i was getting offers for credit cards um so 
one thing that I, I, I always did was I checked how much debt I had on that credit card. And when you do that, you can monitor how closely things are getting out of control. And I know sometimes, you know, you have to spend on the credit card even when um, you're doing your best to be frugal. You know, sometimes emergencies come up or sometimes you need to pay a bill with a credit card that came up that you weren't expecting. So that's why it's really good to monitor your spending so that you know when you're using your credit card, you know exactly where the money is going. Another way, when I moved out of my 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 uh, run room and I had my own apartment later on, another thing that I did was I lowered my bills by you know, using candles, um, you know, reading at night instead of watching TV. And I said, for some people, maybe this doesn't work. But if you are starting out now and, you know, you're you're in the mind space to do this, this is one of the ways for you to cut back. If you have, a you know, a big home already, you have children running around and it's, it's unfeasible for you to keep the lights down or it's unfeasible for you to, um, you know, not have the TV on, that's totally fine. I'm talking to the to the listener who is trying to figure out ways to live frugally right now to get to the next level, you know, who's willing to sacrifice, you know, a year or six months to get to the next level. Because you're not, if you don't know how to live frugally with the things that you have now, you're not going to be able to live frugally enough to save money for your first down payment for, for your first home. I'm just telling you that right now. So if you can finesse living frugally now, then you're going to be able to get to the next step to find money to um, save to purchase your first home. And that's going to be on another episode. <laughs> I'm going to give you some steps to save money to get your first um, down payment. Okay, so first, first things first, monitor your spending, check your debt. Nowadays, you can use apps. Um, you can go on the Internet, find out what your credit score are, credit score is. With on those credit cards, sometimes they offer a free credit score. Make sure you're doing that. Um, lower your uh, your monthly bills, like your utilities. Um, you know your light bill. If you have um, you know, subscriptions. Um, you know, lower your monthly bills. Figure out where you can lower them. Okay. Another thing that I would say is turn a hobby into a side hustle. So a lot of the things that I used to do back, I used to do that um, my grandfather would help me is I would refurbish um, furniture, which I still do to this day. I still love to pick up furniture, refurbish it, make it my own. If you follow me on IG, if you follow me on Facebook, you know that that's something that I do. I've I've upcycled a couple items that I um, decorate my home with. A lot of the finds in my home are things that I've even found, purchased in thrift stores, et cetera, et cetera. So that's actually a good side hustle. If I was to repaint and resell that furniture, that would be great income. So turn any hobbies that you have into a side hustle. Let's say back then, like, me, I was a reader. One thing you could do is start selling books. You know, uh, the library gives away books for free all the time. They, they clean their shelves and put those books for free. Collect those books for free and resell them. Now you have access to the internet. You have access to social media. You can go to a park, lay the books out and resell them. So whatever hobbies that you're into, try to use them as a side hustle. Okay, if you're into, um, I don't know, if you're into painting nails, you know, maybe you could figure out a way to offer to paint nails on the weekends, If you know, aside from your nine to five. So your nine to five should be 
um, paying for your everyday lifestyle. And then your side hustle should be paying for whatever dreams or any aspirations that you have. So if your aspiration is to purchase a home, you should definitely look into having a side hustle that's going to make you some money. Another thing that really served me as a teenager was that I knew how to cook. I knew how to cook. I, my, my, my grandmother taught me how to cook at a young age. I was cooking full-blown meals by the time I was 13, but I started cooking in the kitchen when I was about eight, nine years old. And I take great pride in the fact that I always knew how to cook. So if you don't know how to cook and you want to save some money, learn how to cook. YouTube is your best friend. There are plenty of ways now to learn how to cook. Back then, I would, I, I literally would stretch my food because I knew how to cook. So one of the ways for you to live frugally is cook and cook all the time. And meal prep. I don't like to meal prep the same food for like the whole week. I see that a lot of people do that. I don't do that. I like to meal prep for two days at a time or maybe three at the maximum. But I would say if you can meal prep for two days and have fresh food, that's really going to save you tons and tons of money. Plus, it'll keep you healthier because you know what you're putting into your body, right? Um, You're going to usually feed yourself a better food if you know how to cook it. And um, you can also save money every time you shop for that food because there's apps now like Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, where you can earn money back every time you go food shopping. So right now I'm using the Ibotta app and I have about $32 of unclaimed funds that I haven't cashed out on. But to date, I've earned over 300 bucks and I've only been using that app for a few few months. So that, like I said, that might not sound like a lot of money to someone else, but if you are living frugally and living below your means, those are the ways that I save money. I cook, I, I, I'm able to um, put money back in my pocket every time that I spend by using apps. And I'm talking about shopping. There are apps for everything. Google is your best friend. This is not a sponsored post, uh, a podcast, so I'm not, I'm not able to list every single app that is out there. But if you go on Google and you look at um, apps to save money while you're shopping, a bunch will come up and they're all usually free. Um, another way to save money um, would be to repurpose old clothes, right? Figure out ways to um, use your old stuff. Um, an- another thing that I would do is I would take bags of clothes that I wasn't using and I would take them to a thrift store um, that would purchase that bag from me. So I wasn't just giving it away for free because at that time I didn't have anything to give away for free. I had to be able to get money on things that I was using anymore. So uh, the thrift stores that I would go to, they would purchase that bag off of me and give me money back. So, you know, like I said, use Google, find out if there are places that will pay for you, pay, you know, buy the bag for your old clothes. And that's another way to repurpose um, old clothes and stuff like that. Another thing that I would tell you is to cancel your subscriptions or cancel cable. Um, Back then, um, I I never had cable. If you came to my home, you would watch whatever I had on the free channels. (laughs) But I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys and tell you, even to this day, I do not use cable. I use Wi-Fi. I use Fire Sticks. um, I use uh, two subscriptions for the kids. And uh, that's about it. I do not use cable. I have the means. I can afford cable. I can. I just don't do it. It's not a necessity. Um, so I would say definitely cancel subscriptions where you can. Cancel them. You know, if you want to live frugally, if you want to get to that next step, cancel um, things that you are that you don't really need. You know what I mean? 
Um, and this is going to sound crazy. This is going to sound really crazy, but use a credit card, get a credit card, keep it clean, use it as cash and pay off that balance every single month. So let's say your weekly living expense is $75. That means at the end of the month, every week that you've used, um, $75, that's going to leave you at $300 a month. You should be able to pay that $300 right away you should be paying that credit card off twice a month actually i'm really sorry i need to backtrack on that if your living expenses are 300 a month and and you know extra necessities i'm not talking about rent i'm not talking about automobile i'm talking about just extra necessities if it's 300 a month then you should be paying that credit card twice a month 150 every two weeks okay yes use a credit card so that you can build up your credit score and you can um uh build up your your credit rating by doing that so once you, once you start building a credit history, it's very, 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 very important to monitor what you're spending and stop spending more than you earn. Because being frugal, it's not about being cheap, right? It's about getting the most value for your money. It's about seeing where you're spending your money and why you're spending your money on the things that you're spending. And that you're making a conscious effort right, to live below your means. So back then when I was 17... I didn't realize that I was living frugally. I was just like, listen, I got to be able to, you know, get to work. I got to be able to get to school. I got to be able to feed myself. I need to figure out, you know, I don't have, you know, access to a full fridge like I did back at home. I don't, I didn't have access um, to transportation or anything like that. Um, So I had to live below my my means. I had to figure out a way to save money. And the way that I did those things was, you know, monitor my spending created a budget um you know i build a little extra money for every week going forward um and a way that you can do that also now is you can use apps you know by checking your debt checking where you're laying around your debt where you're throwing it around how you're spending your money you know also lower your bills cancel subscriptions you know try to turn a hobby into a side hustle learn how to cook okay meal prep Okay, and save money every single time that you shop by using apps. Okay, so these are not going to save you millions and millions of dollars. But if you can't live frugally on your everyday, you're not going to be able to live frugal enough to save money for your first home down payment. I'm going to be talking about that on my next real estate episode. Um, Money's ways for you to save money and get money for your first um, home down payment. But this episode is really just focusing on living, you know, frugal mama tips. Okay. Um, You know, finding ways to repurpose the things that you do have. And sometimes, you know, when you think about what you're spending money on, another thing that I really checked in on was um, I, I, I love to shop and I love nice things. But when you're so busy and you're so focused on your purpose and your your side hustles and things like that, you really don't wind up spending the way that you're used to. So try to really focus on whatever hobbies that you have. Try to make that make you some money. Try to make that make you some money. Okay, and that's going to be able to give you a little cushion. Um, cause I, I feel that a lot of times when I'm swimming in debt and a lot of times that I went into debt was because I wasn't using, I was just working a nine to five and I wasn't using anything else outside of that nine to five to make money. You understand what I'm saying? So I think, you know, 
monitoring your spending is important definitely checking your debt and and trying to lower your bills by calling your utility company or canceling your cable things like that but i think that a, re a really good way to live frugally um and to help put some more money in your pocket is to turn whatever hobbies you have into a side hustle um and again learning how to cook meal prepping um if you know how to cook um learning where your farmer's market at is that buying fresh stuff that you know that you're going to use. If you plan out your meals, you're going to be wasting less of the food that you purchase because you're like, oh, I have a reason for that. There's a reason why I have these greens. There's a reason why I have these fresh fruit. There's a reason why I have, um, you know, these fresh vegetables. And you, you're going to use them. So if you write down a plan for a week, I'm not talking about you got to do this um, for the month. I would say, you know, especially for me, Sundays has always been my, my checklist day where I go through all of the things that I want to manifest for the week. And that really does include budgeting. That includes um, living frugally, right? And what, how I do that is I write down everything that I'm going to be spending for that week, not for the month, for that week. And I, I really create a budget where I really have to sit within that budget, period. And um, that really helps with um, the everyday cost of living that, you know, I have a, a higher cost of living because I have children, I have a husband, who I'm extremely thankful for. And, um, you know, being able to have those um, frugal living way of thinking really has helped me, especially at the top of the pandemic when, you know, I was out of work and everyone was home. Um, having those um, tools already registered inside of me really helped me um, because I was already living based on the salary that I was getting when I was working. So to be displaced and not to have um, that type of money coming in anymore, I had to really think about, yo, how am I spending money? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, you think you got it under control, but you really got to sit down, buckle down, and really recreate a budget for yourself when the money changes. So when the money goes up or the money goes down, you really got to think about where you're spending your money and create a budget um, for those means um, so that you're not overspending. Right. Because the goals are to be able, being able to have your own space. Right. Or it could be to have money to invest or it could be both or it could be having money to purchase your first car or it could be anything that you want that's tangible. If you don't, <clears throat> excuse me, if you don't plan, if you're going to be preparing to fail. Right. That's what you're doing. If, if, if you're not planning, you're planning to fail. So. The best frugal tip that I could give you is to create a budget, monitor your spending, check your debt, lower your bills, turn a hobby into a side hustle, learn how to cook, repurpose old clothes or furniture or whatever it is that you have, cancel subscriptions that no longer serve you, um, get a credit card and use it and pay it off twice a month. Knock that baby off twice a month. And I'm telling you, the creditors, because the, what the creditors do is they report your income spending, your, your debt to income ratio um, before the due date. So if they see that you've already paid half that car down, then your credit to debt um, um, ratio is higher. So you look better. Your FICO score goes up, 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 up. Okay. But don't be fooled by when they increase your credit limit to start spending more towards that credit limit. No, <laughs> live below your means. Okay. Stop spending more than you earn. Just be, if you have a credit card, just use the credit card as if it was that debit and pay it off like cash. That is the best way to build your credit. Have a credit card, 
uh, with a fairly high limit if you can. But if you don't, how you can build it is by doing what I said. Use it as cash every week. Pay it off twice a month and like cash and treat it like a debit card. So if you're spending, if you're going to, you know, the supermarket and your budget is $50 for that week, then at the end of the two weeks and you've only spent 100 bucks, pay off that 100 bucks, And then you'll still have a credit accumulants, but you'll have a $0 balance. But the credit card company will see that you're using your credit and paying it back right away. And that makes you look great. Because when you go to buy a home, they're not looking at um, <laughs> if, if you uh, have credit cards. What they're looking to see is, are you paying your credit card bills? Are you, you know, are, are you missing payments? That's what's going to hurt you. And like I said, I'm not going to give you too much on this episode about um, getting money and, and steps to save money for first down um, home payment. But I am a real estate agent, so it does come into play every time I'm talking about um, anything because this is a lifestyle podcast. Um, real estate will always come up in one way or another because it's what I love to do. It's what I'm passionate about. And I'm passionate about helping you guys, you know, get to that next level. Um, if somebody would have told me back then when I was 17, living frugally, figuring things out, figuring out ways to save money and cut corners and, and, and things like that, I would have never thought that it would be the, the catalyst that would push me forward to um, be still frugal minded to this day. And um, but, but it would allow me to have access to things that I wouldn't normally have access to if I wasn't that um, diligent about being frugal back then. And it serves me in every aspect of my life, because whenever I'm looking at something that I want, I, I always think, do I need that or do I want that? How is that going to serve a purpose in my life? That's a conversation that you have to have with yourself. Right. If you see that your home has a bunch of things, if you're living in a space, especially that's cluttered, that means that you're probably buying things that you don't need anymore. Right. Let's say your bathroom vanity has a bunch of products on it and you go out and when you clean through it, you're like, oh, sh damn, I have a bunch of the same things. It's because you don't have control of your spending. Right. There's something going on there that you got to turn off. You're not writing down the things that you're spending money on and you're not looking at your budget every week. If you have things in excess, that means you're just spending too much money. So I guess another tip would be to declutter. <laughs> go through your messes. Go through your closets. See what clothes that you're not using. Pay them forward to someone else or sell them. You know, when you clear out the clutter, you see, you really see when you, when the next time you go shopping, like, oh, I know what I have, so I don't need that. Right? That's being frugal minded. I know what I have, so I don't need that. But do I want that? There's a difference between need and want. So when you're thinking about living frugally, always, always give power to the things that you need, not the things that you want, because the things that you want might not serve you right now to get you to the next step. Living frugally means that you're going to give power to the things that you need to get to the next step so that you're not overspending. Right. And sometimes that's hard because sometimes you just want to go out, get what you want and not think twice about it. But in the end, you're going to acquire debt that you don't need. Right. And you're not going to be able to train yourself to have the discipline to get to, to get the things that you actually want, the bigger things, you know, and the bigger things for me was always having a home um, and, and having that, you know, that 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 home that you feel warm and you feel good. in, And I have that because I was able to train myself at an early and back then I'm not even going to lie. I did not know that I was training myself to live frugally, but I was I was definitely training myself to live frugally. 
Um, and I just want to close out with saying, I hope that you love these frugal mama tips because I am a mama and <laughs> I am a mom and I am still a frugal person. And again, you know, frugal living isn't about being cheap. It's about getting the most value for your money so that you can get to that next level in your life, whatever that next level is. And like I said, this conversation isn't for everyone. Um, I'm sure some of the listeners have no need to live uh, living frugally. God bless you. Um, but for me, um, living frugally is a, is, a, is a lifestyle that I will never change no matter um, what uh, level I reach in my life. I love living frugally. It's allowed me to have access to things that I never would have thought I would have access to. And um, as always, stay tuned. Um, stop spending more than you earn, okay? Monitor your spending. Use apps to monitor your spending. Check your debt. Use apps to check your debt. Um, lower your monthly bills by checking your utility um, usage or cutting a cable, Try to turn a hobby into a side hustle. Learn how to cook. Repurpose old clothes. Cancel subscriptions. And use a credit card. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> and as always, remember, challenge yourself to become the person you want to become. Stretch and be ready to fail. The right people will value you in the right way. Practice humility. And when you make room to speak about what exists in the present, you no longer have time left for the past. Manifest and stay blessed. Live purposefully and with intention. Till next time, subscribe, leave a review, and I thank you. And I will see you next time. Thank you.